0: Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. I'm your host, Haley Rowe, and I help you get clients consistently, market your standout offers, build your business foundations like your messaging, your niche, your offer, and I help you build a sustainable, profitable coaching business that works with your schedule. And I'm so excited to dive into the show. Here we go. Guess what? I'm so excited to announce that my free private training sharing how to book paying clients consistently without posting more or needing a big audience is now live for an encore. You can check it out at hayleyrowe.com slash training. You get to learn more about the inner circle. You get to learn the behind the scenes of what I share with my clients and learn how you can get your next clients without needing to obsess with stressful launches annoying tech, all that kind of stuff. So check it out and can't wait to hear how it goes for you. Hey, everybody. Today I have a special guest, Jess Smith. She's an EFT tapping practitioner. And for those of you listening to this on the podcast, you can go and watch the video in the show notes. So go to hayleyrow.com. Or look for the show notes in the description of this episode so that you can see what we're going to be doing today. But what we're going to be talking about is imposter syndrome specifically, because I know that this is a hurdle that so many coaches, so many service providers face in their business, either thinking, I'm not good enough yet to put out my services, or who am I to give advice when I'm still always improving? And I think that it's a topic we need to talk about. So Jess, welcome to the show and tell us a little bit about you and what got you into helping people with imposter syndrome and mindset.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Haley. I'm super excited to be here. And, um, you know, we've gotten to partner on other stuff in the past. so I'm just excited that we get to collaborate again. So thank you for the opportunity to share. Super excited. Um, so my entrepreneurial journey started back in 2018, I was coming out of a career in corporate recruiting, and I had decided I wanted to help people on a deeper level. And so I decided decided to start a career coaching business, was the first business that I had, um, And I was someone who happily jumped off of the ledge into entrepreneurship. I left my corporate job, having made exactly zero (laughs) dollars in my business. Um, And I thought it was gonna be really awesome and easy. And I was about to make all this money, right? And what I found out was that it was actually really scary to run a business. And it was so much harder than I had anticipated. Um, And there were so many things that I loved about it as well. But I think what really stands out looking back, I'm like, wow, that was kind of crazy that I just like jumped in and I thought it was going to be one thing. And what it turned out to be was um, imposter syndrome that we're going to be talking about came up for me big time, right? Like, who am I to be writing this stuff? Who am I to be helping people? Are the results that I'm getting people enough? That was a big one for me. Um, So kind of like later stage imposter syndrome perfectionism came up for me, trying to make everything perfect before releasing it, before putting things out there into the world. And then comparison was a big one too, which also plays into imposter syndrome, right? Is looking at what everyone else is doing and saying, gosh, should I be doing that? Why am I not on the level that they're on? Why have I not succeeded in the way that I'm perceiving them to have succeeded at this point? So on my journey, I really realized along the way, if I want to survive this game of entrepreneurship, I better get really good at managing my internal internal world, managing my mind, um, and really mastering my emotions. And tapping was something that I found that really supported me with that.
0: Amazing. Amazing story. And totally love the guts that you had to leave your job and go into entrepreneurship. I um, had the same situation, meaning- really? I- team uh, at the startup I worked for got let go. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to do this. And, and you're never quite fully, feeling fully ready or I know every next step. And you had to really build probably a lot of trust within yourself about just the next step ahead, the next step ahead. And I see so often, I think a fundamental flaw when it comes to imposter syndrome or why we have imposter syndrome a lot of the time is is when we're basing our self-worth on our job or on whether or not we get testimonials or on our testimonials. And don't get me wrong. I'm huge on let's ensure client success. Let's do everything you possibly can to take responsibility for your program and all that stuff. But when I have to, I have shifted my view of it. Like I used to be like a little roller coaster. like, Oh, I'm really happy. I got a great testimonial. Ooh, I had a bad day. Like, And I now just see it as like, this is my job and career and I do get joy from it. I do get purpose from it, but I don't base my worth on it and I don't make it who I am. And I Mm -hmm. think that that's a huge thing when it comes to imposter syndrome, because if you're struggling with that, it might mean you're making this mean a lot about yourself and your identity and your worth and all that kind of stuff. What's Mm -hmm. been something that helped you? I know you said tapping and we're going to get into that shortly, but what's been something that helped you shift from seeing you know, everything is, am I enough? And being a perfectionist about every step, what's something that helps you not do that anymore or not do it
1: as much? Yeah, so I think the first step is awareness, right? So something that I do with my clients is like, let's identify your triggers. What are the things that are sending you into that imposter syndrome spiral, right? So a big one for me, I had one client in particular that I always think about that would not do his homework. And so I would open up that homework sheet of what he was supposed to be doing and filling out so that we could progress in our work together. And it would be blank. And I would be sent off into imposter syndrome city. Right. I would be like, oh, my God, what's wrong with you, Jess? He didn't do it. And notice he didn't do the work that we agreed upon together. And yet I was turning that back on myself to say, what's wrong with you, Jess? You didn't do it good enough. You didn't motivate him enough. You didn't like do something. And that must be why he is not holding up his end of this agreement. Right. And so I love that you pointed this out, Haley. It's that lack of self-worth, right? I must have done something wrong. I must be bad. I must not be good enough right? Even though with our clients, it is mutual. And I'm totally like, I love the way that you presented that. Yes, absolutely committed to client results. And as coaches, we're not here to drag people across the finish line, right? They have to want it for themselves. And so that was a big one for me. And even just to circle back to your question, what helped was noticing my triggers. So I'm like, okay, here we go again with this one client that seems to throw me off every single time, right? So noticing it really helped me to start getting control of it, because once you can step outside of the emotional experience, it doesn't have quite so much power over you anymore. When you can step off, you know, you talked about it as a roller coaster. I think a lot of people feel that way, right? I was just at a um, conference the other weekend and two other presenters referenced roller coaster rides as well. So very common feelings. But when you can kind of step off of the roller coaster and say, "Okay, it's happening again, this isn't um, about my identity, right? This isn't about my worth. This is something that's happening. Maybe they're not showing up, right? Um, maybe I don't get to control everything and everyone. And so that was something that really helped as an initial step was identifying triggers. And then the tapping was huge for me. So I don't know if you want me to like, uh, talk about yeah, tapping so yet. definitely.
0: Yeah. So tell us what tapping is for people who don't know. Mm-hmm. And why is it beneficial when it comes to specifically imposter syndrome?
1: Yeah. So tapping is a mind body modality that allows us to better manage our minds, better manage our internal world and experience, and also helps us to master our emotions and also shift our limiting beliefs, which is really cool. So what tapping is doing is it's essentially allowing you to retrain your brain. And when you can retrain your brain to think differently and feel differently, you start behaving differently. And that's when you start getting different results, which is really cool. So there's kind of two ways that we can use tapping specifically with imposter syndrome or other mindset blocks as well. So the first way is reactive tapping is what I like to call it. So this would be in that moment where you see the blank homework sheet and you're like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? And you need to move through. It's an uncomfortable emotion that's coming up for you, right? For me, it was shame a lot. And shame's like one of the most uncomfortable, I think, emotions that we experience. Uh, having a tool to move yourself through that is crucial. This is how you get through those highs and lows. So in reactive tapping, what happens? Uh, we tap physically tap. I know people on the podcast can't see me, but like taking a couple of fingers, tapping on pressure points in your body. It's the same pressure points that are used in acupuncture, which is really cool. And so what's happening when we tap on these points in our body is that we're sending a signal to our brain that says nothing bad is happening. You're okay right now. There's no need to freak out. And it's essentially shutting off your fight or flight response because that's what's getting activated in you, right? When the imposter syndrome comes up, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I'm not okay. The tapping is an opposite response that it's sending to your brain to say, actually, you are. So we can use the tapping to move us through those uncomfortable emotions. And the reason that that is so important is because you've got stuff to be doing as an entrepreneur, right? You don't have all day to be off in this imposter syndrome spiral because you've got clients to support content to create, right? All sorts of other things that you want to be doing. And so tapping can help move you through those uncomfortable emotions and get back to doing the things that you want to be doing and know that you should be doing the rest of your day.
0: Does that make sense? The reactive piece? Definitely. Yeah. It's a
1: pattern interrupt too. I
0: like that Mm -hmm. it kind of takes the same principle or approach to just how in a, when you're having an emotional response rather than going straight to, as you said, like catastrophizing it and emotional childhood, you're actually doing something proactive to tell your body, okay, hold on. We're okay. Pause. Let's feel this emotion and process it. And I think you're right. Like shame and some of the emotions required when, when starting a business or that come up when starting a business, that's why we don't do it. It's not because, you know, starting a business. Yes, there's steps. And yes, sometimes it can be hard, but it's not as hard to just go sit down and write a piece of content as it is all the mental stuff that comes up when you're writing that piece of content or mm-hmm. when you're about to post it. So can you take us through a, an exercise or an example of tapping that people can follow along with?
1: yeah absolutely okay um so i'm gonna do my best to explain this so everyone on the podcast can follow along as well um This modality can go super deep. So we've got the reactive piece. There's also the proactive piece where we can go back in time. You mentioned, you know, being thrown back into your emotional childhood. Tapping can also support with clearing out some of those emotions so that you don't get triggered as often or as intensely in your present day experience, which is really cool. But today we're going to do a little bit of reactive tapping. Um, So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to have you physically tapping on pressure points, like I mentioned on your body, while thinking about your experience of imposter syndrome. So I'm gonna teach you the points right now. There are nine that we're going to use today. So we've got the side of your hand. This is um, the side of your hand along your pinky finger. You're just gonna tap with a couple fingers there. It's the first point. Next point is the crown of your head. then we've got the eyebrow point. So this is right where your eyebrow meets your nose on the bone. The side of your eye on the bone right there. Under your eyes, so you want to go under your pupil on the bone. Under your nose, kind of a weird one. In the dip of your chin. And then your collarbone. So if you feel your collarbone and go just about an inch below it, there's two pressure points there, one on each side. And then under your arms, so not in your armpit, but below your armpit on your rib cage is where you're gonna wanna tap. So these are the nine points that we're gonna use. And I'm gonna have everyone close your eyes for just a second, if you feel safe to do so. I'll have you take a deep breath in your nose, And out of your nose. And I want you to think about what your experience has been like when it comes to imposter syndrome. What does it feel like for you? What's happening in that moment? What's something that triggers it? if you can, I want you to identify your primary emotion around it. For me, it was always fear, sometimes shame, could be anger, sadness, lots of different stuff. So I want you to just just connect with that experience. If you can think of a moment in time where you really felt like an imposter, that would be great. And I'll have you rate this emotion on a scale of 0 to 10. Zero being non-existent. I have no emotions or feelings around this. Ten being the most intense that it could be. I'll have you open your eyes. And at the key is while we tap, I want you to be present with your imposter syndrome experience. Just be in it in your mind. Allow yourself to feel it. As we're tapping, you might feel the urge to yawn. If you do, please go for it. This is a great sign. It just means that your body is shifting energy and moving into relaxation mode. So we're gonna get started and how it works is that you are going to basically play follow the leader with me. I'm gonna tap on a point. I'll say what the point is out loud. And then you repeat language, the language that I'm saying after me, okay? Okay. Even though.
0: Even though.
1: I'm feeling like an imposter.
0: I'm feeling like an imposter.
1: I've got this imposter syndrome.
0: I've got this imposter syndrome.
1: It's really uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. I love myself anyway. I love myself anyway. I accept how I'm feeling. I accept how I'm feeling. I'm open to moving through it. And I'm
0: open to moving through it. Even though, even though,
1: I'm feeling like an imposter.
0: I'm feeling like an imposter.
1: I've got this imposter syndrome.
0: I've got this imposter syndrome.
1: It is so uncomfortable.
0: It is so uncomfortable.
1: I love myself anyway.
0: I love myself anyway. I accept how I'm feeling. I accept how I'm feeling.
1: And I'm open to moving through it. And I'm open to moving through it. Okay, perfect, top of your head. Imposter. Imposter. Your eyebrow, feeling like a fraud. Feeling like a fraud. Side of your eye, all of these emotions. All of the emotions. Under your eye, feeling totally out of control.
0: Feeling totally out of control.
1: Under your nose, this feeling's taking over me.
0: This feeling's taking over me.
1: Your chin, it's throwing off my day. It's throwing off my day. Your Collarbone, not feeling good enough. Not feeling good enough. Under your arm. I must be missing something.
0: I must be missing something.
1: Top of your head. Other people have something that I don't.
0: Other people have something that
1: I don't. Your eyebrow. Everyone is so much more successful.
0: Everyone is so much more successful.
1: Side of your eye. They make it look so easy. They make it
0: look so easy.
1: Under your eye, it's not easy for me. It's not easy for me. Under your eye, this makes me an imposter. This makes me an imposter. Your chin, I must not be good enough. Must not be good enough. Your collarbone, I'm feeling this feeling now. I'm feeling this feeling now. Under your arm, allowing myself to feel my emotions. Allowing myself to feel my emotions. Top of your head. It's okay to feel this way.
0: It's okay to feel this way.
1: Your eyebrow, feeling like an imposter. Feeling like
0: an imposter.
1: Side of your eye, wondering if I can do this.
0: Wondering if I can do this.
1: Under your eye, feeling really scared. Feeling really scared. Under your nose, out of control. Out of control. Your chin, I don't know what will happen next. I don't know what will happen next. Collarbone, feeling like I'm faking it.
0: Feeling like I'm faking it.
1: Under your arm, all this imposter syndrome all this imposter syndrome okay good take a break here pause i'll have you take a deep breath in and let it out i'll have you tune back in with your imposter syndrome experience and see where you're at now zero to ten how intense does it feel your number might be the same it might have gone up it might have gone down whatever the scenario is it's okay If it's going up, it simply means that you're tuning into how you actually feel about this. That's a good thing because when we tune into it, then we can start to move through it, right? Then the tapping will have an opportunity to clear it for you. If your number is going down, it means it's already starting to be cleared from your system. Your body's already starting to relax on the other side. So we are going to do one more round with all of you, okay? So I'll go back to the side of your hand. You can repeat after me. Even though, even though I have felt like an impostor.
0: I've felt like an imposter.
1: I know this isn't true.
0: I know this isn't true.
1: I have lots of valuable skills.
0: I have lots of valuable skills.
1: I bring lots of value to the table.
0: I bring a lot of value to the table. Even though, even though
1: I have felt like an imposter,
0: I've felt like an imposter.
1: It's been really uncomfortable.
0: It's been really
1: uncomfortable. I know this is a misperception.
0: I know this is a misperception.
1: I've done a lot of great things in my life.
0: I've done a lot of great things in my life.
1: I've achieved a lot of things.
0: I've achieved a lot of things.
1: I'm open to recognizing this.
0: I'm open to recognizing this.
1: And moving through these uncomfortable feelings
0: and moving through these uncomfortable feelings.
1: Okay, perfect. Top of your head, imposter syndrome.
0: Imposter syndrome.
1: Eyebrow, feeling like I'm not good enough.
0: Feeling like I'm not good
1: enough. Side of your eye, what if I'm wrong about this? What if I'm wrong about this? Under your eye, what if I'm wrong about being an imposter?
0: What if I'm wrong about being an imposter?
1: Under your nose. It's possible I could be wrong.
0: It's possible I could be wrong.
1: Chin. It's possible that I am doing enough.
0: It's possible I am doing enough.
1: Collarbone. I've done lots of great things in my life.
0: I've done lots of great things in my
1: life. Under your arm. I've achieved many different things.
0: I've achieved many different things.
1: Top of your head. I'm open to remembering this.
0: I'm open to remembering
1: this. Eyebrow. I've had lots of wins.
0: I've had lots of wins.
1: Side of your eye, even if they're small,
0: even if they're small.
1: Under your eye, they still count.
0: We still count.
1: Under your nose. These wins still matter. These wins still matter. Your chin, imposter syndrome.
0: Imposter syndrome.
1: And collarbone. I'm choosing to let go of this feeling.
0: I'm choosing to let go of this feeling.
1: Under your arm. I'm choosing to remember my wins.
0: I'm choosing to remember my wins.
1: Top of your head. I'm choosing to feel confident.
0: I'm choosing to feel confident.
1: Your eyebrow. Choosing to have compassion for myself.
0: I'm choosing to have compassion for myself.
1: Side of your eye. I am always learning.
0: I'm always learning.
1: Under your eye. I'm always improving. I'm always improving. Under your nose. Everyone starts somewhere. Everyone starts somewhere. Chin. It's okay where I'm at.
0: It's okay where I'm at.
1: Your Collarbone. I know this is all possible for me.
0: I know this is all possible for me.
1: Under your arm. I'm choosing to love myself through the process.
0: I'm choosing to love myself through the process.
1: Okay, perfect. Pause here and take a deep breath in. And let it go. I'll have you think about your imposter syndrome situation one more time and rate it again, zero to 10. So this is mini demonstration here uh, with you, Haley. And so if you're someone who didn't feel a shift, you simply need to keep tapping. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer for people, especially um, those who maybe weren't as in tune with the emotions to begin with, right? As we start to talk about it, sometimes people are like, why are you being so negative with this tapping, right? not being negative. We're just acknowledging the truth, right? I feel like a fraud. I feel like an imposter. I'm feeling shame and fear, whatever the emotion is. The whole point of tapping is to bring those emotions up so we can soothe them instead of sweeping them under the rug, pretending that they're not there, stuffing them down. It's not healthy for us when we do that. So if you're still feeling kind of activated around it, keep tapping. You can use this anytime that you want. It's super simple. Even just tapping on the points and thinking about your experience of imposter syndrome is going to be beneficial for you.
0: Awesome. I love that. Yeah. So anybody can listen to this again and again, if you need to practice mm-hmm. the recording and um, Jess, you know, I know this was just an intro, of course. So where yeah. can people learn more about you, connect with you, that kind of thing?
1: Yeah. So my website is JessSmithCoaching.com. It's three S's (laughs) with Jess Smith. Um, And then I also have a Facebook group. It's called Mindset for Business Magic. And the Facebook group is a bit more interactive than my website, obviously, where I get to host guest speakers like Haley. I get to do live tapping in the group. And we've got um, different discussions, strategies, tips on different mindset work and different shifts that you can be making for yourself, uh, which all this mindset stuff helps with what Haley's teaching you all. Right. It's like, you need the mindset piece to be able to execute the strategy really well. So I really think that they go hand in hand. And when you can elevate your mindset, you're only going to elevate your business results. Absolutely.
0: I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming today. And for anybody Mm -hmm. listening to the recording, um, again, this video will be on the website and have an awesome day.
1: Thank you, Haley.
0: Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And if it's really helpful for you, I'd really appreciate if you share it and or leave a written podcast review. This tells the podcast sites that our show is useful and it will be promoted to more people that way. Thanks again.